Hey kids, Dan the Dad here, and you're watching Shootin' Shit. And if you change that channel, you're grounded. This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to Shootin' Poop. Shootin' Poop. <laughs> the following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network. Found exclusively at WrestlingWithJonas.com. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, and thank you for joining us once again on Shootin' Shit, your favorite podcast, our favorite podcast, and the unofficial favorite podcast of Jim Cornette. I'm just joking. We can't officially say that, but I'm sure he listens to us because we have a lot of the same views. I can't even uh, I can't even say this is my favorite podcast. I don't... <laughs> Well, fuck it. Wow. It's my favorite podcast. Jesus Christ. It's my favorite podcast, I only listen too. to him. Well, of course it is, Chuckles. <laughs> that makes sense to me. You started it. Let's, I did. Let's, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> so behind the curtain for everybody, these two are going to be feuding tonight. Get ready for that all night. Um, Joey, how are things in Philly tonight? Just fantastic. Fantastic. That's great to hear, buddy. You're looking great in your Spectrum hat. Looking good, as always. Thank you. Very welcome. <gasps> Don, you wanted to kick us off today, or do you want to let Dennis try to redeem himself? Yeah, man, I got to say, no, nah, he can fuck up his joke in a second. Let me do this real quick first. You know, yeah, if we're going to feud, it's going to be because we you know. started it, you son of a bitch. God, it's gonna be a long flush. We'll get that joke going, and Joey can fucking talk about flying to Philly or Chicago and killing him again. And I'll laugh. <laughs> I want to say thank you to my buddy Ty, who brought me home my autograph, Maggie Lee. If you guys read that, it says, Sean, where the fuck were you? Very happy with Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. I know you're watching the show, and also the bombshell Shelly Vincent signed an autograph for me on the other side. I was going to send that to Joe because I know he's lonely. I don't know what you're sending me because I'm looking at your screen here and like you're pixelated. This is like trying to watch like fucking porn on a scrambled cable box in 1994. I have no idea what I'm looking at here. Then you should be used to it. You should be used to it. I see a thumb. Uh, Yeah, Is that that a thumb? Is it a thumb? Oh, God, I hope that's a thumb. (laughs) But here's the... Here's the big surprise. So last Saturday, my buddy Jovan drove all the way down from Detroit to watch a wrestling show and then come and hung out with me in a bar. And he delivered my he delivered me a, a gift. So it's an autographed CM Punk nice. that will be going on my wall. It's my only CM Punk autograph. So I want to thank, thank you to my brother. I appreciate you. I love you. I don't know why you did that, but thank you so much. It's definitely going on the wall, brother. I appreciate you. Love I know you, why he did All right, Dennis, tell your stupid fucking guy. joke. Let's go. <laughs> oh. oh boy okay so the other day a genie granted me a wish and my wish was that i wanted i just wanted to be happy so now i'm stuck living in a cottage with six dwarves and working in a mine And 
you're probably laughing at the cricket oh, rather than the show. Yeah, that's exactly. That is. Thank you for explaining what we were all oh laughing my God. at. There. I, as I, oh as my. the video was playing, I could see you guys going from. Uh, and then you just start laughing. I'm like, of course they're laughing at the cricket. Oh my God, Jovan, you've never been sexier, brother. You sexy bitch. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> Oh, that, that was actually me that played that. Oh, you had to kill it, Dennis. Short of a gong. I'm taking Dude, credit yeah. for what I did. I ain't letting you get the credit. Oh, my God. I know. Right, you tell a shitty joke, and then you make fun of yourself, and you want to take credit for it. <laughs> I know. Might as well steal the, your thunder. Oh, all right, dude. It's your thunder, dipshit. You can't steal your own thunder. <laughs> oh, boy. Jovan, start the show. I don't even know why we do this show anymore. I really don't. Maybe the funniest thing he's done in a while, and just couldn't let it simmer. It was like, I did it, guys! I fucking crickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's so on par, Dennis. It's so on par, it fucking hurts. I, can't, I, I, I got, I got, I got to keep up the gimmick. It's the you're fucking living the gimmick, there, Flair. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Fucking walking Mr. Potato Head up here is the fucking shit. You are just a gimmick. A gi oh my god. Next t shirt, DDJ. Just live in the gimmick. Live in the gimmick. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Buy our shirt so we can make the DDJ fucking live in the gimmick hurt. Oh, who's got no, the Jane addiction one, on? Actually, who's got Jane's addiction going on over there? I'm hearing dogs barking. Yeah, I'm hearing there. dogs barking too. Who the fuck is that? Oh no, no, that's that's my neighbor's dogs. Oh, oh that sounds like a fucking funny. treat. <laughs> <laughs> if Sean's neighbors actually, are listening to this show, shut your fucking dogs up. Thank you. Fucking dicks. For We're recording fuck's right sake. now. Don't worry, dude. Lying. I'll go over and talk this, to her the later. The dogs will probably be gone. So. Oh. But it's an dude, old If they dog. were my neighbors, I would be out there just like shitting in the backyard of their home. Dude, if you yeah. was living next door to my neighbors, you'd never fucking be home, Joe. You'd be over slinging dick. It's two 25-year-old girls. Oh, shit. That's right. That's why I'm not allowed at Sean's house anymore. Let me let me be abundantly <laughs> clear about something. Dude, I, I can I'm barely 40, go outside I'm 40 on my fucking own. one years old. <laughs> So there's nothing about a right. 25 year old that does anything for me at this point. 
uh, number uh-huh. two, sure, buddy. if I have to actually live <laughs> with that fucking noise happening, I will fucking light that house on fire. I don't care. <laughs> There's, there is no fucking pussy good enough in the world for me to be kept awake at night to the sound of somebody's annoying fucking dogs barking. That's a hundred percent fact. Well, they only bark when they're on somewhere. So, so you're so saying someone's what? breaking in. They only bark when they're outside, dude. Okay. I don't well, go I outside mean, all the time. I'm not here. I don't have, I don't have dogs. I don't have cats. I don't fuck. I don't need another mouth to fucking mm-hmm. feed. I don't care. Like they can stay inside, they can stay outside, they can fucking. Nobody's sleep. telling you you got to move in, man. They can sleep in a fucking Honda Civic. I don't care where their fucking dogs are as long as they're fucking quiet. It's not the fact that he doesn't like the fucking animals; he just doesn't want to feed them. Yeah. Joe said, "I'm fucking struggling myself. Fuck your dog, motherfucker! I ain't fucking. <laughs> fucking pay some rent, goddamn it. That's some real life shit, ladies and gentlemen." <laughs> Oh, fuck. We go off on Let me say this, ladies and gentlemen of the Shooters Gallery that's out there listening to this tonight. Don't expect a normal fucking episode, because if you guys watched anything this week, you know that there wasn't shit that went on, so we're just going to shoot tonight. We're going to play from the hip. We're going to be fucking fast and wild with it, but I know one thing that we kind of want to get in. It'll kind of tie into last night's Dynamite, which... I think all of us are in agreement that was not the best thing ever. Um, wrestling TikTok has been in a big feud lately with wrestling content creators talking about AEW having maybe four of the best talents in all of pro wrestling today, but they're wasting them with the storylines or lack thereof or lack to actually try to build some of these people. Basically, they're saying that AEW's got the talent but they don't know how to use them. Guys, what do we think about that right now? Um, I, know, I know we've kind of talked about AEW, and I know Joe's been a big proponent of them going down lately, but um, I, I can't fight the assessment that they have the best talent, that they just don't know what to do with it. They, to me, and I, I, I just I got one that. word. I got one. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. If you got just one word, you can, I'll let you. No, dude, out. seriously, I'm just going to be a smart ass. You go first. Go ahead. You got, you actually had a point. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, thank you, sir. Um, I You're welcome, me, sir. And I, I've said this in the past before. I feel like AEW is in the position where WWE was a couple years ago, and that's when they had literally signed everybody and anybody just to get them, keep them away from AEW or whoever, you know, Impact or whatever, just trying to just basically monopolize the wrestling industry and then just pay paying a lot of them just to sit, you know, sit in the back and catering and do nothing. And I feel like AEW has taken over that spot because I mean, when, when AEW started up, you know, the fact that we were going to get to see Kenny Omega and the young bucks, you know, finally, you know, in a, you know, a nation nationally televised, you know, uh, wrestling promotion, we all thought it was going to be the greatest thing ever. And AEW has killed the mystique that is Kenny Omega. They've killed the mystique that wore the Young Bucks. And it's just those are prime examples. And it makes me and look what they've done to Jay White. Um, I mean, I it just it could go on and on and on with some of the talents they 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 have, but they just don't seem to know what to do with and that. But I mean, we could be here all night, but I mean it's just it's sad but true because they have all this talent in the world, but 
God damn it, they don't know what to do with them. And it's the biggest tra- tragedy because we as fans are getting denied the, the the true talents because we know a lot of us know how good Jay White is. We knew how good Kenny Omega was. I mean, look at when he was, you know, wrestled Will Ospreay for New Japan. You know, we got to see the return of the cleaner and obviously, you know, hopefully he's getting better, you know, and we'll be back eventually and stuff. But yeah, it's just they're they're wasting talent and it's it's tragic. You want to talk about wasting and unwasted, and I'll let Sean get his sin after this. If you want to play the unofficial drinking game of shooting shit, every time Dennis says, you know, take a shot, baby, you'd be wasted by the time we get done. (laughs) 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 You know, Sean, we're going to do that one Hey, one thing, one thing. Real quick. Anytime you see a finger, if you. If you watch the visual and you see the finger, that's that's your shot. Here's a finger for all three of you right here. Oh, 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 fresh out of your own asshole. That's great. (laughs) So my first response to, you know, AEW misuse of talent, I can only, you know, the first one that came to mind was, duh, no shit, really? It's not like we haven't been talking about it. There's, There's no structure, man. There's no... Mm-hmm. It's like building a house on sand, bro. I mean, there's just nothing there to keep that together. We've talked about this numerous, numerous fucking times. You can have all the fucking talent in the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody's guiding the fucking ship. You know, and and Tony Khan is just too fucking arrogant to bring anybody in and let them take over and actually run it. I mean, they would be a great place to start a pro wrestling company. I mean, they got all the wrestlers, they got the rings, they got referees. You know, they got TV cameras and stages and shit. It would be a great place to start a wrestling company. But unfortunately, you know, these guys are the highest paid indie promotion in the history of the business. Like, I don't I don't know that you can even give any credit to any of what these guys are doing. Are they misusing Danielson? Yeah, but everybody has. Everywhere Danielson has ever went, he's been misused. So that's not new. But you giving wrestlers executive producer credits, they're they're making their own decisions, they're doing their own storylines. I mean, come on, man. We got Sting and Darby Allen in a feud with the young bucks. I mean, can we you know, and then that match the the main event last night? Matt Taven, you know, I'm not as big a fan of Matt Taven as Dennis is, but he he's a great in-ring worker, he's a very talented wrestler. You know, I, I see why people follow him and, and flock to him. But that thing last night with him and Cassie was just a fucking car wreck, man. What What is it going to take for AEW? to? You can't do this blood and carnage shit all the fucking time. You just can't. At a certain point, people are going to start turning away, which they have been. Their ratings have significantly dropped. Over the last three to six months. And I, I, I can make the joke that well punk left, and that's why, but we all know that it's not just that. It's that you're not telling stories, you're not building storylines, you're not using <clears throat> the people that you have the right way. I mean, how many times we know that every dude we, we oh, felt yeah. like it was it was GCW last night. We were like, dude, are we watching it? It was a GCW match. It was. Yeah. I was watching, you know, I was a little behind you guys because I went out to dinner with the wife and kid. 
and you guys were on the main event and I was still watching, I think it was Mox for, you know, Mox's match and stuff. And I, yeah, I could probably, it'd probably take counting on my fingers and my toes number of times he dropped, dropped GCW when we were all chatting on, uh, we were chatting last night. So, and the, even the, like the bang, bang gun, whatever the fuck that hodgepodge of idiots is. Jay White, too good of a talent to be to be used the way he's being used. You know, Adam Cole's in another fucking faction. Shocker. There, there's no originality, man. There's nothing going on there. There's no... I literally tuned in last night because I had to. Period. I, I have to watch so I can talk about it on the show. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I've lost a lot of interest in AEW. And as much as I want to be involved in what's going on with Sting, <clears throat> because you know I'm gonna be I'm gonna watch that because I'm a Sting guy. I love Sting. I would like to see him go out, you know, in a great way, but it, it's not gonna happen. It's gonna be a fucking spot fest between him and Darby and the fucking young bucks. And who knows who's gonna fucking survive that shit. I mean, I'm just like Joey said, like, was it last week? Wardlow got fucking, you know, got a knee right to the fucking throat off the top rope from a Lucha Libre that completely botched his shot. Come on, man. Yeah. There's, it's out of control. It's out of control. And there's nothing good going on there. Not one goddamn thing that's worth watching. Jody K, what you got? Well, since tonight's episode is nothing but a fuckface dirt sheet episode, because that's all we're going to do is talk about dirt sheet rumor bullshit and fucking hodgepodge of nonsense. And I fucking hate dirt sheets in the IWC in general. I'm just going to give you the shittiest fucking opinion, and you're going to fucking like them and choke them down. So here's the deal. If anybody is out there listening to this show for like, I don't know, the past six fucking months, I have been on at some point every fucking week telling you how much garbage all eat wrestling is putting out. And when the inmates run the asylum, it they're fucking it's gonna be worthless. It's not it's not decent television, it's barely fucking watchable. It has gone downhill, and this con the, this this fucking idea that oh, the best talent in the world signs with AEW. Maybe you're not the best talent in the world. Maybe Brian Danielson's not the best fucking wrestler in the world. You know why? Because he's out there doing fucking garbage bullshit matches that he had a better fucking run in WWE at this point than he has in AEW. And don't give me your your bullshit shot about, oh, well, he got to have his Okada match. Big fucking deal. He got some highlight matches, but doesn't mean he's doing anything in the last year of his contract that's worth a fucking damn. Number two. uh, He's lost every title shot he's been given. The Young Bucks, in, in my opinion have never been a fucking phenomenal tag team. They've never been a great tag team. They're not one of the greatest of all time. They're they're just not. They're they're definitely fucking good. I'll give you that. But they're good at what they do. And what they do is indie bullshit high school gymnasium shows. And they brought it to a mainstream and a main stage and everybody thinks they're so fucking great. I'd rather watch fucking, you know, power and glory in 1989 than fucking those two schmucks on tv with their fucking stupid matthew and nicholas get the get fucked with your stupid gimmick you you didn't have the balls to make that money when cm punk was there 
by doing the EVP game and going heel and all that shit. You didn't have the balls to try to make money after Brawl Out and when he was still part of the company. But now he's gone. He's a fucking huge attraction for WWE, even while injured, by the way. Uh, and now you want to fucking do it? Like, oh, it's some big thing? No, it makes you look like a piece of shit. Uh, Orange Cassidy. I love Orange Cassidy, but why the fuck are we even putting him in the main event of anything right now? John Moxley, the most overrated fucking talent on the roster. And I love Mox. I really, Ooh. truly do. But let's be real. Does anybody think that if Mox is in a match that he's going to fucking lose? You've completely killed off any credibility of a guy whose style is supposed to be a realism style when it's just like, yeah, Mox is going to go over, whatever. Nobody can fucking pin him. Nobody can beat him. What only like only like four people have pinned him in AEW, right? Three or four? Like it, it's it's Very fucking it's, it's ridiculous. It, it it's so that's gone. You're fucking four pillars of dog shit that aren't doing anything. <laughs> Dar Darby, the fucking kid who's gonna be dead by the time he's fucking 30. Uh MJF, which honestly, out of the bunch is the most talented just because of his mic work and his ring work has gotten so much better. But who the fuck knows when we're going to see him again because he fucking was running the red for about a year and needs a lot of time off for some injuries. Uh, Sammy, who the fuck cares? And um, what was number four? Was it Britt Baker? Because I don't even know if she's still on the fucking payroll at this point. Jungle Boy. No, no, it was oh, Jungle well, Boy. Oh, Dick, oh, Dick, dickhead who got sent to New Japan for punishment because he can't be on fucking regular TV because he cost Tony Khan fucking millions of dollars in money with CM Punk. So, um, yeah, okay, big fucking deal. And then when they do, people want to say, oh, Britt Baker's the other pillar. Oh, that's cool because she's been doing dental work since like what the summer not to be seen on tv yeah what a fucking joke yeah. all the bullshit factions are rehashed stuff it's you know you talk about and i'll be careful with what i say here but you talk about mcmahon booking shit just for his own entertainment jesus fucking christ if anybody thinks tony khan's not doing that you're you don't even deserve to have fucking cable television to watch this stupid fucking show because you're that stupid and that fucking rah-rah go team AEW that you can't pull your head out of your own fucking ass. It's disturbing. And if I ever if I ever gatekeep fandom here, it's going to be right now when I say, if you side and say one is better than the other, because WWE's got plenty of bullshit in years and years, just because they're having a moment right now doesn't change dick. But if you are rah rah go team and hate the other one for whatever, I will gatekeep the fuck and say you don't deserve to be a fucking fan. You're a piece of shit. Get fucked. Your opinion doesn't matter. So be prepared because the rest of the night's gonna have a lot of answers and responses like this. If I got to answer about stupidity in a slow wrestling week, because this is fucking dog shit. Javon, I love it when it's <laughs> like this. Wow, yeah, it's, I really um, do. It's the best shit. It's, it's it's so great. It's like fucking. It's like watching. It's like watching Marvin Hagler hit hit fucking Tommy Hearns in the third round with body shots consecutive times. It's just unbelievable. You just see his rib cage is crushed. It's just would you like to jack him off now me. or later? There's grown men. There's grown. No, dude, I'll do it later. I can it's do it, later, buddy. 
I got to lotion up, man. I'm pretty, I, I did a lot of driving. Um, my hands are pretty oh, man. rough, man. I don't want to tear you up. Big dog. Oh, he likes the roughness. Love you, buddy. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. No, it'll, it'll be rough, bro. I just don't want him to be chafed. Oh, yeah. you're so considerate. I'm not, I, dude, I'm not beating the hammer with sandpaper over here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> beating the hammer with sandpaper. The hammer with sandpaper. Yeah. Line of the night. Jeez. All right, man. Well, you, you know, Johan, though, it, we talked it, about this a lot last night, man. We did, dude. While we, we were, did, you know, dude. watching the main event, we talked about this a lot, and you actually had a lot of good points. I hope you can remember them. Shit, I wish I could too, dude. But that's the thing, right? <laughs> you is... gotta stop smoking weed. You gotta stop smoking that pen before you call me, bro. <laughs> Number one, I don't use a pen. It is actual vaporizer. It's herbal, <laughs> not 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 oil. Right. Herbal essence, but um. I thought that was a brand of shampoo. Chong brand, yeah. That's right. What the fuck do you know about shampoo? It is. He, he's fucking with you. <laughs> he only knows born in East L.A. That's what he knows about Cheech and Chong. Uh, Cheech and Chong, the next movie, Cheech and Chong up in smoke. All right. So getting off of Cheech Do you have it in 4K? Did you find it at Walmart 4K? <laughs> no, they dude. If you have that in 4K, I'm gonna watch. Oh, I'd like to watch that, dude. I'm gonna tell you this What's real going quick on here, dude. Yeah. Oh, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Let me keep doing that too. Nothing made me laugh harder, and I don't know why. Because I I love you, DDJ, but nothing <laughs> made me laugh harder than when you posted the picture of that fucking box set of Police Academy. <laughs> 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 just because it's just like that's my go-to ongoing joke about you and your movies and you're like i just open my phone and i'm like jesus fucking christ here we go <laughs> dude, you gotta respect the dude he he likes what he likes and he don't give a fuck if you give him shit about it i just think that's pretty fucking cool that man i really gimmick, do man dude. there's nothing wrong with it Dude, Literally. I don't even know. Thank Thank you, Sean. The fact that DDJ welcome, got fucking Gutenberg a residual check all these years later. <laughs> oh I my mean, god, right? What a fucking credit to the fucking Hollywood community, bud. You're keeping Hollywood and afloat. Here's another this, thing, so. dude. This big this big son of a bitch is walking around Chicago in fucking brewers jerseys. You know how much how big your dick's gotta be? To walk around <laughs> Chicago in a Brewers jersey, yeah, about that's a bad motherfucker a right there. Jersey in Philly, dog. <laughs> hey, I seen a Cowboys fan show up last weekend. He was wearing a Detroit fucking hoodie. I, I was yeah, that's so like I do, John. That's that's I'm what a, we call a bulletproof vest in Detroit. So yeah, you damn right, I'm a, I did. I'm gonna tell you right <laughs> it's, it's big city camouflage, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you come into my house wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey in April, I, it's not that I'm gonna fucking come at you. I'm oh, gonna, gonna fucking, dude. I'm gonna fucking, dude. I know. I, I'm gonna fucking literally fart on every pillow that you could <laughs> potentially use, and just so you sit through WrestleMania with pink eye, like double pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be like, oh, you piece of shit. Look at you. Now I have uh, to. 
squinting really hard to see that fucking match, ain't you? Well, look, Cody's finishing the story, but you can't fucking see it. Dick. <laughs> so, oh, so, asshole. so Sean, Sean brought up what you were saying. I, I think you and I could agree, both agree on this, Jovan. That show that we saw Saturday night was way more entertaining than what we watched last night. So that brings me to my point. Thank you, Dennis, for bringing us back on track there. Nice. Uh, I just did that. I he, was had no, he had no idea what he was doing. It's okay. So you okay. broken clock, you know, twice, whatever the saying is. Hey, but, man, he stuck his back there. He had a home run. It counts the same in the stat book. <laughs> but what this Saturday night, man, last Saturday night, excuse me, I was at um, Dreamwave Pro Wrestling. And honestly, top to bottom, the full card, even the pre-match, was fucking solid. <laughs> For a show that was in a fucking American Legion or Knights of Columbus, you know, this is this is what you think of when you think indie show. This was literally a space where maybe 200 of the biggest, smelliest fucking wrestling fans that you could ever imagine. Neckbeards galore. We were all there. And the match, the match. I love watching the show through the building, man. I love it. Dude, the card top to bottom was great. You had big name guys who didn't go over the local talent, but the matches were so compelling that at any moment you felt like they were about to. But then the local talent goes over, which, of course, you're going to do that because the people that are there, you know, want to see their guys go over, which is great. But the ring work and the storytelling between somebody as uh, Josh Alexander and whatever the fuck the local champion's name was, I forget his fucking name. Uh, uh, Christian Rose. There you go. Their match was so fucking good that when, you know, the walking weapon has him in the fucking ankle lock, you're like, fuck, this dude might actually fucking tap. This guy's going to give it up. And, you know, a big guy from the outside is going to come out and get a win. Didn't happen that way. But then, you know, we get to the main event and it's arguably some of the best wrestlers going right now. And I'm not going to say... You know, based on any promotion over these were some of the best wrestlers that I have physically seen going. And that was Penta, Mustafa Ali, Gringo Loco, and uh Kingo. Kingo, Kingo. Those four put on a match with a lot of big spots. It's everything you want in the indie match. Big spots, great psychology for a four-man mm-hmm. match. And then the payoff was just that ultimate bust that you've wanted. It's like that girl you've been talking to all fucking year. She finally breaks up with her boyfriend. She calls you and she just wants to fucking talk about it. And you said, yeah, fucking come on or let me go over there where you and you finally fucking get to, you know what I'm saying? And then that bust (laughs) that happens, it was that kind of fucking payoff. The payoff of Ali raising the belt at the end was such a fucking euphoric bust. I almost fucking cried. Made me feel like a kid again. But I say all that to say this was an indie mud show that tickets were maybe only 40, 50 bucks to. Nowhere near the production of an AEW. They were 25. They were 25. Well, there you go. They were 25 bucks. Nowhere the production. I can't believe I gave you that fucking ticket and all those people were there. That pisses me off. I love you, though. <laughs> I really do. I love you too, bro. (laughs) But what I'm hitting at is this was nowhere near the production value, nowhere near the money that they pump into an AEW event. 
when they go into town. But the amount of wrestling we got on the card, the amount of people who loved what they were doing, and you could tell on that card was phenomenal. AEW, I feel like, has a horrible feeling around it right now. It feels like that middle child. Yeah. It's not, you know, I, I've got some promise and, you know, I'm not the oldest where everyone's going to, you know, expect good shit from me like the WWE. And I'm I'm not the youngest, right? Like maybe some of your local ones that a lot of people are still fucking in love with because it's the youngest. I just found this thing. This is new to me. I'm, I got to take care of it because I want this thing to still stay around. AEW's fallen into the trap of being that middle child, man, that you kind of take for granted that you don't really, you know, it's the middle fucking child. It's going to do what it does. It's going to grow up. Yeah, it's going to try to fight the older brother because, you know, it's fucking what boys do. And then whenever it tries to sling down at the younger, you're going to be like, hey, don't fucking do that. That's your younger brother. Don't fucking piss on the indies. Don't fucking block people from going to their indie bookings. It's kind of what we've got going on with AEW. You know, AEW has all the promise, but they've fallen into middle child syndrome. And it's just, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Do I want to be like my big brother? Because I see that people love my big brother and I want to be just like him. Or do I keep being like my little brother? Because when I was like my little brother, everybody fucking loved me because I was the youngest. I was the fresh thing coming around. And I thought that if I kept on doing it, that people will keep loving me. But they're fucking getting tired of me because when you get older, you're supposed to know better. You're not supposed to be doing dumb shit anymore. But I can't keep doing dumb shit because my little brother's doing it and they fucking love it here. But when I do it now, it's not working. How many times did we say it last night, Sean, that... That fucking main event, we're like, fuck, this isn't GCW, dude. There's no way yeah, reason that yeah. this brutal of a match should, number one, be for free. Pay-per-view, I get it. You give yourself a curve for pay-per-view. You paid for that. You expect that if you're going to have a match like this, it's going to be brutal. But this was free TV. That's my issue, number one, with that. Number two, dude, this wasn't at an extremely late time slot. Kids could have still been up. I guarantee you fucking biggest OC people are kids. And you've got this motherfucker out there bleeding like a stuck fucking pig in a match that didn't need to go as hard as it did. There's no mystique around Orange Cassidy that he can't be beat because he's been beat before. Okay? Yeah. It's not like he's the fucking unbeatable John Moxley that Moxley, you know, yeah, I need to see that motherfucker go through 15 tables, six chairs, thumbtacks, Legos, playing glass windows, fucking light tubes, maybe fucking hanging. Real glass. Real glass. Like, I don't know what the fuck could beat John Moxley. Maybe a bear. You know, we don't fucking know. But Seth that's not Rollins. Orange Cassidy. Seth Rollins, yeah. <laughs> but, I'll be your shield, buddy. But anyway, it's it, it's not needed to beat Orange Cassidy. And it's not needed for an Orange Cassidy match for him to get a win over someone like Matt fucking Taven. Close your ears, Dennis, because I know you love Matt Taven. Who the fuck is Matt Taven to need that much of a fucking beatdown to beat? I don't give a fuck if he's in the biggest faction that you're trying to push. It's still fucking Matt Taven who was working ROH bookings not too long ago. It's still the Matt Taven who hasn't looked like a juggernaut by any means. 
it's still the Matt Taven that smells very good. And we had to pull away from Dennis or Dennis would have made himself a Matt Taven sandwich, the old Guantanamo way. Oh, but, but that's the thing. There was no reason for that match to have been the way it was. And that was my biggest issue with it. The AEW last night, number one, it, it kind of just showed everything of why it's having issues. You have top talent, but you don't know what to do with them. Moxley feuding with all of Mexico. That fucking feels racist. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, yeah, you don't get much wider than Moxley, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fuck. I'm waiting He's for like Larry to, Bird White. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for him to go to Mexico and have a fight with those guys in his pants to say fucking build that wall. You know, I'm that's gonna be the next step. But that that feels a little iffy to me. Then you've got uh, I hate what they're doing with Swerve and Hangman. Hangman, if he didn't, I don't know if this is the Hangman not wanting to do the job for Swerve. But fuck, it feels like somebody's not wanting the job to swerve. Because god damn, you see somebody that should be a trendsetter in your company during Black History Month. I mean, god damn, if you were going to give a black champion the heavyweight champion, Black History Month might be the time to do it. Because fuck it, it's only 28 days. But 29 actually this year. Oh, leap year. It's an extra day. Big whoop. But it gets to the point to where it feels like either A, we're not committing to him. B, somebody doesn't want to job for him because now we have an unnecessary third party and Hangman who's like, oh, you don't deserve the title shot I do because you didn't beat me. Bitch, you didn't beat him either. What fuck are you talking about? Fucking dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Yeah, Swerve's already beat him twice. I deserve the match because you didn't beat me in 30 minutes. Motherfucker, you didn't beat him either. I miss where you won. But that's what's wrong with the AEW. Everything's going nowhere. Some of their top guys are going nowhere. And it just doesn't make sense. It, the booking doesn't make sense. One thing I I wanted to uh, also mention, and also going back to the show that we were at, one of the Real things quick. I liked about, about AEW uh, when it first started was it felt like that there was something for everyone there, much like, and but now there isn't. But obviously that show that we were at, there was something there for everybody. Let me tell you. Real quick, real quick. That show we were at, dude, you had some big stars there, right? And I didn't get to see what everybody's pricing was for meet and greets and shit because uh, I left immediately after so I can go party with this wolf down there. But um, I got to have a cool interaction with Mustafa Ali for only 30 bucks, dude. And to me, like, catching him right now at that point, that was fucking the bee's knees because the dude's the champion now. Maybe he'll raise his prices. Maybe he won't. But he was fucking amazing. He looked like yeah, a million fucking bucks. He wrestled like a million fucking bucks. You, you, you can't tell me it wasn't personal for him being at Dreamwave. And yeah. it showed in his performance, dude. And I, I was so happy, Sean. Like, honestly, thank you. I don't know if I've said thank you enough. For thinking yeah, of me at the last minute when you weren't able to go, do but honestly, it was one of the best wrestling experiences I've had in a while. Yeah, and and you missed this because this was after you left. But I gotten a uh, did a, the meet and greet with their women's champion Brittany Brooks, who was only 19 years old. And Javon can back me up on this. She she's gonna be a bit of star. Oh, tie story real quick because you guys love tie stories. 
So right Look at Britney's right at Britney's entrance, right? Right before it, all the workers for the show are coming out and passing out streamers. And like when Britney's name gets announced, <laughs> you you do the ROH style, throw the streamer, just oh unroll it a little bit and throw it. And you know, some people <laughs> I guess we're just like I said, we all have a little bit of something in us because God, we we just couldn't pay attention or we didn't listen for shit. We just wanted half, to throw stuff. Half of the people threw it when her competitor came in, like when she was getting announced. The other half did it on Britney's fucking entrance. And then you have Ty, mm -hmm. who is two seats down from me on the other side of Dennis, holding his streamer in his hand, just looking disgusted. He fucking said to throw it when they announced her name, guys. He fucking said to throw when they announced her name, guys. What are y'all doing? Oh my god, you failed. You he guys, was, yeah, he was. He was yeah, legitimately the, pressed. Yeah, because everybody around us couldn't follow fucking simple directions. And then when they announced her name, he pops up all prideful and throws the damn like him and one streamer. other person, I think. But what makes this story even better is while we are joking at Ty being the only person to follow the fucking rules in the whole fucking thing, a streamer makes a deadline from the other side of the ring and nails DDJ straight on the fucking chest. <laughs> and I lose it because Dennis is mid laughing and it just boom. And it's like he got shot. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. oh, dude, it was so great. And then. To tie this on a nice little bow, Colt no Cabana. Colt Cabana, Colt Cabana was actually at the show. And right as he was walking in, like we were waiting to get in, and he's sneaking in behind everybody. And Dennis goes, Oh, hi, Colt. And Colt's like, Hey, and he walks on by. And I looked at Dennis and I said, So I guess you let him out of the basement, huh? <laughs> he did. <laughs> so he didn't let you still let him ride right there, will you? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a going dick back move, to my a little Shut bit up. of a dick move. But go go but going back to my Brittany Brooks story. So I'm getting my picture with her and Ty's taking the picture. And I can see him laughing as you know, where you know he's taking the picture and he goes to me, he's like, Oh, you're gonna like the second picture. So I go to look and uh as I look at the picture and I start laughing because you know I'm I'm standing there with Brittany, you know, both smiling at the camera, <laughs> and in the background, Mustafa Ali, who was right next to Brittany photobombed us and he was like going yeah and he was holding the belt that he had just won in the air yeah the dude's pretty solid man yeah he can so, totally rock a suit too oh he looked fucking fresh as fuck um guys i don't know where we want to pivot from tonight i mean we've kind of hit on the letter the sky kind of hit on well i mean fuck if you would let me fucking get it out buddy Son of a out. bitch. Get it out. No, no, no. You want to run it? Go ahead. Go. What are we going to talk about next, Dennis? What do you feel like talking about? Damn, somebody took their bitchy pills this evening. No, no, no. Since you know where we're going, where are we going next? Hurry. We I only thought got you were minutes. looking for stuff to talk about. And well, I listening okay. to fucking 20 minutes of some fucking indie mud show is real fucking boring. So I think we're done with that. Number two, who gives a fuck about some wrestlers writing a letter to a fucking company that doesn't give a fuck about them, obviously. So we can get away from that bullshit, too. What's there to talk about? Oh, people got together and wrote a letter? Yeah, cool. Whoopie-doo. You're writing a letter to the fucking owner of a company who doesn't give a fuck. That literally fired the guy who rebuilt the fucking company five minutes after he did it. So what does it matter? 
Is there a big point to be made? Do you have a real quick moment on it? No. Nobody cares. Next. Well, Joey, since since you feel so passionate about it, do you think it was all a work? Do you think they bring back more? No, they're not bringing him back. They don't fucking care. Dude, they got what they wanted out of the deal. They got rid of him, and now they're going to go back to dog shit because the talent's going to fucking leave now. It's going to change the entire structure of the company. All we got is one less fucking wrestling promotion to worry about because TNA will be dead within a year. Damn. It's done. Death now. Yep. All right, Next. man. Fantastic. We killed that one pretty quick, so let's go ahead and transition to... Apparently, we're going to do a real quick rumor section like the whole fucking episode hasn't been rumors, and I know Joey fucking gives a fuck. But um, looks like we have somewhat confirmation that Okada is taking AEW over WWE. Uh, right move, wrong move, don't give a fuck. What are we thinking? It's the right move for Okada because he ain't got to do shit. All right. Because WWE is going to actually have to work. He's going to have to be on the road doing matches, actually doing shit. AEW, he'd come in, cash a check, laid once a month, and just where everybody, it's like fucking, AEW's like Florida. It's where everybody goes to die. (laughs) (laughs) God damn, that was the hit of the night. Am I wrong? No. I mean, some people might actually die there. Danielson. How many of these guys have come sign big money and aren't doing fucking shit? You're not wrong. He's telling what he's telling lies. Well, fuck, guys. That's all I have for tonight. Anybody else has something they want to do for 15 minutes? Well, yeah, Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. So that's the thing about this. All right, first of all, we're relying on more dirt sheet bullshit. That Oh, yeah, Akata is definitely going to AEW. Nobody fucking knows that for sure. And most likely, will he show sure. up there? Okay, great, if he does. But here's the thing. Don't fucking tout your big signings when they haven't done shit. Jay White, fucking captain of the mid-card. Way to go. You were fucking hot shit in Japan, and now you're the captain of the goddamn mid-card. That's like fucking, I mean, what? That That's that's like using the fuck. That's like sitting on the back of the fucking bus on the way to eighth grade. Like, what the fuck? Like, cool, you got the back seat. Congratulations. You're, you're, you're done. Oh, you saw oh they signed Kodo Bushi. That's cool. His mud show style has broken every fucking bone in his legs in the past fucking six months. And God knows, and and when he was there, he was a shell of who he was. He looked like shit. Uh, so that's out. Will Ospreay's got about enough neck to last another fucking three matches before he's done. Especially in AEW system. Somebody's gonna fucking kill him. Um, who else? Oh. Let's talk about them potentially signing Mercedes Monet, which obviously she probably will because WWE doesn't want her, nor do they need her. Uh, Two, I think it's pretty clear that she's only caring about where her paycheck is coming from and how much potential money she's going to get out of it. I don't think she gives a fuck about the wrestling business. I don't think she gives a fuck about performing as a pro wrestler. I think she gives a fuck about this is where her name is, so she has to cash a check somewhere. So she's going with the place to do, like Sean said, the most minimal amount of fucking work, cash the fattest fucking paycheck she possibly can, and that's that. Because let's be real. Since she walked out of WWE, I haven't missed her. What, the tiny the tiny little girl, the four horsewomen that got hurt the most? 
like what the fuck like okay cool she was injured the most out of all of them right how many times yeah. has she hurt quite a few it's like, like who who gives a fuck and and then who else is there who else have, has they brought over that's a touted as a big sign oh camille great yeah camille they don't know how to book their fucking women's division as it is. Deanna Perrazzo, okay, you brought her in, you hyped her up. She's gonna have one match with Tony Storm, most likely not gonna go over, and it's gonna be the same thing as when they brought Ty Valkyrie in. It's Thank gonna be you. the same thing as when they brought in um who else? Who who else came when Statlander came back? She yeah. was Ruby oh, put her right in the main event. Ruby Soho. Yeah, Ruby Soho put her right in the main Soraya. event, have them drop it. Soraya. Put them right in the main event, have them drop it, done, and off you go. We don't know what to do with women's card. But people are crying on the internet because they removed some Japanese women wrestler from the AEW roster, and it made people sad and have hurt feelings. Like, dude, I don't even know who that person is. I've never seen her on my fucking television. Um, I didn't know that human being existed in the fucking universe. So why are you crying about it? Because it's your favorite wrestler that you saw a clip of on fucking X, formerly Twitter, for those who don't know. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I mean, big fucking deal. You indie Mark fucks. Oh, you're such a huge wrestling fan because you saw a fucking 30-second clip on fucking on Twitter. Like, come on. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking garbage-ass Marks. Every signing, and you know what? I hope Okada goes there and his career gets buried with Kota Ibushi's fucking knees and Will Ospreay's neck. Because if he really wants to make some fucking money and actually have a fucking name for himself in the United States, because I'm going to hurt some feelings here. He doesn't. Nobody in the U.S. gives a fuck about who, who Okada is. What? Like people like us that watch New Japan, that know New Japan wrestling? That can appreciate it because let's be clear. We're the vast fucking minority. Okay. This is the minority. What the fuck? No, your casual fan doesn't know who the fuck. They don't know what a Nokata is. They probably think it's, they probably think it's like a fucking new Nespresso machine from Japan. Like it's it, like a nobody knows. Game system. Thank you, DDJ. Yes. A new video game system. Like what the fuck? Nobody knows him. Nobody cares about him. And the only way to do that, people are like, oh, he would go to NXT. Yeah, do you know why? Because the NXT fans, Jesus Christ, it's going to hurt. The, oh, NXT fans, the NXT fans actually give a fuck about that garbage fucking product. And they're going to bump him up to the main roster. I mean, like, what the fuck? Go, but go sign with AW. Go sign with Tony Khan. Get all your fucking money. And then retire in a few years and think you're the shit and you're really not because nobody still knows who the fuck you are. That was why a do lot. I, why do I feel like 35 years from now, Joey K is going to be that guy yelling at the kids to get off his lawn? First of all, 35 years from now, I'll be fucking dead. Let's be honest. God. Welcome, to the club. Um, Welcome to the club, buddy. Damn, Joe. I'm I'm not going to be fucking around for that, and I don't really care. And if wrestling is the way it is today in 35 fucking years, I goddamn sure will hope I'm dead at that point. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Talking about people who are failing to make an impact, 
We'll get on to this last dirt sheet item because, like Joey said, it's been a dirt sheet episode, guys. I'm sorry. There was nothing that happened this week. This is all we had. We didn't want to give you a best of Dennis jokes and fucking shits, but we tried to give you a full episode. But um, let's wrap it with this. Do what we can with the fact that it's being stated that Jade Cargill has been pulled from consideration from the Elimination Chamber. Uh, apparently, she was supposed to win her way in. I don't think she was ever really touted to win it, but at least have a good showing. She's not even going to be in it anymore. So what's the issue with Jade? Maybe it's just not meant to be. <laughs> Simple. You, 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 are, you are, without a doubt, the most polite fucking human being I have ever met in my life. Let's call, I'm not going to say a spade a spade because I can't do that in this case. But let's call it call Jade, Jade, Jade. the bitch. Call Jade a Jade. The the bitch can't fucking work. She just can't. She can't. She showed out at the Rumble. It's very easy to hide your 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 deficiencies when you're in a ring full of people, and they basically gave you all you got to do is pick the big bitch up and throw her over the rope. That's it. Not hard. It wasn't a. She literally, there. the reports are that she literally cannot remember what's going on in the middle of a match. They'll tell her what she needs to do. She'll get in the ring, and halfway through it, she just gets lost. You can, look, golfers are fucking athletes, but that don't mean they can be in the, they can, they can walk into an MMA ring and train and shit. Anybody can make a putt if you're not getting punched in the fucking face. That's just the way that shit goes. Is she? She has everything. She does. She don't have it here. It, she just does not have the capable ability to get in the ring and tell a story. You wasted three years of this woman, two years, whatever, however fucking long that AEW bullshit was. You wasted all that time where she could have been learning because you took one look at her and went, well, everybody's going to want to fuck her. Let's throw her in the ring. Am I wrong? Yes. She's a tall, beautiful, attractive woman. She can't work, dude. She can't fucking work. What, what's what am I wrong about, Joe? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to disagree with everything you just fucking said. Well, of course you are. That makes sense. Oh, no, it doesn't make sense because I've shit on Jade Cargill more than anybody else on this show. No, that's that's true. not the pro- That's not the problem here. The problem here is the booking. I don't think it has anything to do with where she's at in the level and the dirt. And that again, this is all that dirt sheet rumor bullshit. Oh, somebody said this. Somebody said that. Let's make this abundantly clear. I don't trust any of that. I don't believe any of that. What I do believe is good booking and bad booking. So you've got a problem with Jade and it's not her fucking in-ring ability. The problem is you can't put her in the fucking elimination chamber. Because she would have to win. And if she does win, she goes on to get Rhea at Mania, correct? Is that that's the deal here? Yes. Right. That doesn't make any fucking sense for her right now. Not right now. They need to build her up. You don't have any time to build her up with debuting her at the Rumble. And debuting her at the Rumble was because she's green and she had to work the WWE system for the past six months prior to that. Okay. But you can't put her in that. So here's the thing. She has to win the Elimination Chamber, but she's not ready for that fucking title shot at Mania against Rhea. 
but you can't have her lose in the elimination chamber because if all you're going to do is do a showcase match at the rumble of her where she gets eliminated but has a showcase she does well she looks good in what she does you can't go back to back and do that in the elimination chamber and then still have her fucking lose it takes the steam off of her when they're trying to build her up as the next big attraction. So the booking side of it is more of the problem, but everybody wants to shit on her. And you know what? She is still fucking green and she is still learning. Part of the reason she doesn't deserve a main, main event spot against Rhea Ripley in her first fucking one. But I don't think that's all the problem. They booked themselves into a corner with her. You can't, you can't book attractions. Look at Nia Jax. Nia Jax, you can't have her be a whiny fucking prick, little little fucking punk ass schoolgirl on the microphone, and then walk her out to the ring like she's some giant fucking dominating monster. It doesn't work that way. Think I of hope. all the think of all the big wrestlers, the the big men style wrestlers in the WWE. They're not whiny bitches on the microphone. They're not fucking catty like, oh, I'm gonna make fun of you because I'm sarcastic. No. They're like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm a giant. You can't touch me. And they don't do that with Nia, and it makes her look like a joke. They can't do that with Jade. Mm. They have to build her up to be something dominant, to make her fucking competitive. So like, oh, that's the one who's going to knock Rhea down. And you can't do that if you just go into a match and have to showcase. So that's I, where I think my question is. And, and this, is, this is a legitimate question. Why, if we put her, if she's put in the elimination chamber, does she necessarily have to win it? Because if she loses it, I, I don't it takes her steam off. That's 100% it. You don't have any oh. fucking steam. She don't All have right, any steam. The, no steam. DJ. Dude, DJ. No steam. The girl? To you, not to the rest of the no, fucking world. No, not to me. Yeah, because you don't, but you don't count. You're not the fan that they're looking for. We know you hate her. You've hated her since day one. So your opinion no, is no longer valid. I don't on hate that. her. I know you I, do okay, because record, she's green as shit. You don't like her spot. You don't like any of that. The problem is you're not the fan for her. So they don't give a fuck what you think about it. That's the thing. She has steam. Did anybody hear the fucking reaction she got at the Royal Rumble? The pop when she fucking uh, tossed Nia over the top rope when she did anything in the ring? That's called steam. Yeah. That's called being over. And she was instantly yeah, over. That steam, that steam is done as soon as the fucking show is over because nobody's seen her since then. Nobody has right? to, though. That's the thing. Nobody fucking has Again, to. Because no, you bring her back. To. It's okay. it's WrestleMania season. You have 10 different stories happening right now. Why do you have to interject her to build her up right now? They This is the only time of the year they can take somebody off and she's still going to have that steam behind her. And tell me I'm fucking lying about it. You can't tell me I'm wrong. This is the only time, because if they did this in fucking May, June, and July, it would be noticeable. It would be a problem, and she would lose that fucking steam. But right now, everybody, the only, people, the only thing going on, people care about The Rock and Cody and Roman and Seth and all that bullshit. And now everybody cares about Elimination Chamber on the men's side because of the whole fucking Drew McIntyre story. CM Punk getting hurt. You got fucking you got fucking Jey Uso going for the Intercontinental Title now, and obviously they're still setting up the feud about him and Jimmy at WrestleMania. You got the fucking tag team feud getting ready to get set with our Truth and the Miz against Judgment Day. You have so many fucking stories. You got EO and Bailey. I didn't even touch that one yet. 
You have so many fucking stories. Logan Paul. That would be a good one. So many stories. But in, you can't. She, she, this she is she the don't only time of year. She don't deserve to be in the Elimination Chamber match. It shouldn't even be a fucking option. And that's exactly it. Your opinion for them, the WWE, your opinion doesn't matter. You're not the fan they want. They don't care. Because you have this, you have this straight one tunnel vision of like, oh, it has to be. I don't give a shit because she's green. I don't give a shit because she's green, dude. You know how many fucking green ass wrestlers? Dude, she have come can't out and done fucking shit? work, bro. She can't. She cannot work. Look me in the eye and tell me she can work. She, she can can't. work a lot better. She can work a lot better than she used to. Well, that's like saying a baby stood up one day and started walking. Well. It was look, on his ass every, yesterday. Look, everybody's happy for step. you that you get up and start walking on your own, old man. I'm without the fucking walker and oxygen. We're thrown Dude, about I've it. I've been Trust walking me. on my own since I was 31. Don't even go there. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but, but, but seriously, my whole, it doesn't, you it, understand what I'm saying. And I get what you're saying. You're saying that I'm hard on her because she's as green as goose shit uh, and she dude, is i'm getting, ra- I'm getting ready to giving this girl every fucking opportunity and all this right fucking now. money and then every fucking everybody's like well she should be in the fucking no she shouldn't she got a spot in the rumble because they needed to throw her out there you have not heard from her since the fucking day she walked back through the curtain and now we're having a fucking argument over whether or not she should be in the elimination chamber does she deserve it it has oh, nothing no. to do no she you're don't. the only person listen you're the only person arguing about her being i'm in the not the only chamber. person that thinks I, that i'm no you're the only person arguing it like i just said that's a fact i'm not arguing that she doesn't need to be you're the you're the person arguing that she doesn't deserve to be i'm just saying she doesn't need to she can be, but she would have to win it. It's a matter of booking. It has nothing to do with her in-ring ability. And let me be very clear here and ruin everybody's night. How many fucking talents have main evented or been in top spots at WrestleManias that didn't deserve it? I can name some really big fucking names yeah, that'll make you guys sick to your stomach. How about Andre and yeah, Mania right, 3? Right. Andre the Giant in WrestleMania oh, 3 didn't deserve to be in that spot. Damn. Legitimately, legitimately, he, dude, he was hurt. Everybody knows how much pain he was. I in, know he was. I, he was. I know. I know. And he I was know, not the worker he was five years before. You're. I know. I know. You're right. You're 100. percent He was right. there he because was he was an attraction. Right. Still, you're, you're, that's the point. You understand that my head's exploding right now because you're comparing Andre the fucking giant to Jade fucking Cargill. Well, when it comes to inexperience or excuse me inexperience or in inability and just being an attraction it's the same it's the same andre was an attraction at mania three he was a fucking wrestler worker solid performer for fucking years before wrestlemania three i understand that bitch is not one good match not one tell me one good matter to me one just one that doesn't matter you can argue till you're blue in the well, face because you, you hate it. And I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter to me, club. I don't get hey, that. Hey, shit. hey, don't, don't you be bringing me into this. This is between I'm you day. two. Right Look, now. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth. You have a. It's the same thing when I ripped Javon a new ass about his biased ass opinion. This is the same fucking thing. Your biased ass opinion is happening. Look, they both dropped out too. <laughs> Fuck them. No, I, I don't dude, care. Cool. This is gonna be a better. This could be a better show anyway. Go. All right, so now we get to the real that, show. That's right, my fuck y'all. Oh, fucking y'all. There we go. No, come Take on, my... dude. You just gotta fucking ruin it. I'm just, no. I'm just saying. 
if you, if attractions that haven't belonged to main event or top spots at mania and there's some big fucking names that people who and yeah of course andre is one of the best of all time of course he was a great worker before that before his body literally fucking gave out on him and i get that. and i'm not and i'm not arguing that but i'm just saying at that time he was a straight attraction the ultimate fucking warrior you think he deserved to be yeah. in the main he event of no, mania no, he six didn't. He didn't deserve any of it. None of it. Ex- None of it. Exactly. But they put that in there. I'm just saying, I don't think it's because of her inability to work. Can she work? Look, he's not good. There's no way they only <laughs> took six months and she's a fucking star now. There's no fucking way possible. And I get that. I'm not stupid. But obviously, if she's in their system, you know she's working now. If she's in the system, She's putting the time and effort and energy in. She's getting there, but she's not there. But I'm saying you, uh, they want to build I her. I want to see her succeed. I do too. But I if do. they want to build I, I her, really they do. can't bury her. They can't, they can't, well, they can't the bury her. They can't bury her, and she will get buried if she wins or loses in the elimination chamber. Like I said, this is the only time of year where you can have steam from the rumble disappear for a bit come back and still be strong because there's so much other distraction all right quick question for everybody on the screen in this scenario would this work you put jade in the elimination chamber she has an elimination chamber match like goldberg did you remember him going through the glass fucking busting everybody up just, I mean, it was probably Goldberg never looked better than he did in that fucking elimination chamber. Just because he it, it fed right into what his character was and who he, he wanted that character to be. It was nothing but straight power moves, busting people up. But who walked out of the ring, the champ? Triple H did. If you threw Jade in the elimination chamber and gave her spots like that, that she can work, she could come out of that. Yes, she would lose. But she wouldn't lose no fucking steam. Mm-hmm. If That's she's putting bitches one? through glass, if she's putting bitches through glass and pressing people into the fucking ring, the cage, and all that bullshit that she does that aren't technically wrestling moves, I think that she can do it. Dude, that's a hard one because honestly, that's not the character Jade is, and I don't think they want to build her like that because that's not what it appears to be. But also, it's hard to compare that because Goldberg's always an attraction. Even when he came back in what 2015, yeah. 16, what, 16, when was it? Yeah, 2016. Yeah, when ago, yeah. when people were still cheering like it's fucking you know 1998. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, after all the dog shit this man has done in the ring in the past fucking 17 years. Like Let's they're still Brett. cheering because he's yeah, yeah, it's all Brett. <laughs> yeah, Brett can cuss Brett. Um, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's like what the fuck? You're only yeah. The, the thing is this Goldberg's always gonna have those fans in that that attraction because of something he did that was manipulated yeah. and manufactured in 1998. People are always going to unfortunately cheer for that, even though he puts in fucking nothing matches, does absolute shit, and that's that. 
I think they really want Jade to succeed. And that's the thing. They want her to. Well, and the best I way too. to do it, I, the best I way really to do, do it is to keep her build a long burn. You have yeah. to. She needs the time. She needs the work. But they have ways to do it without throwing her to the fucking wolves right away. And so that's I'm gonna, what we're going to get. They I'm going to bring side. her in with somebody like Bailey in a faction like they did with uh, Legacy. No. With uh, no. Revolution with Rick no. and Randy and Batista. Dude, she's got to no. be around workers. She's got to be on the road. This, and this, is, this, is the, this is the issue. Listen here. You are the kind of fan. You are the kind of fan that I think this is the reason why they're doing this. Because I believe there's a lot more people out there like you that see her the way you do. And that's what they're going to have to try to break. So they're not going to throw her in the elimination chamber. Yes, they're going to let her get her pop from the rumble because she's going to be able to show a little bit of what she can do. She's going to be able to show that, hey, she picked up a step. Fantastic. There's still going to be people who don't think it's enough, who think that she's greener than goose shit. But they're going to tell you, hey, she picked up a step. Watch her. This is her debut. Now, what they do is they have to slow build her to break any of those pre-made preconceptions that you had of her in AEW and that mindset that she can't work. She doesn't need to get buried in a group as the muscle. She needs to be a worker. She needs to get those one-on-one matches. She needs to be able to show people who think of her the way you do that she actually can wrestle. She needs that ability to not only start at the bottom, but work her way up. So not only is she going to start gaining the experience, she's gaining the respect. And with the look, and by the time she puts it all together and they're ready to say, yeah, this is our next big fucking deal, no one's going to be able to fight it because they did it the right way. They didn't Goldberg her like AEW did when we're watching 53 weeks of fucking pump kick, boob buster, pump kick, boob buster, Title win, uh, title win. No, they're gonna make her earn it. I have a feeling they're gonna make her earn it. Like Joey's saying, she's going to get the bumps and the bruises. She's gonna get the long, drawn out schedule. She's gonna get the good matches, but she needs to do it. Not in a group setting. She needs to do it herself to be able to build that cred. And I think Joey hit it on the head. There's so much shit going on right now outside of the fucking mark marks out there. No one's wondering about Jade Cargill because she came out there and did what she needed to do. She fucking regulated for five, six minutes. She did what she needed to. She got her name back out there. She got that pop. Right now, everybody's focused with so many other things that it's okay to let it simmer. That once post-mania comes... And it's time to start building what our next year is going to look like. You start bringing her in to programs then. You don't have to hurry and force her down our throats. Because that was Tony Khan booking. And it didn't work. All right. <laughs> Just concedes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I mean, dude. I mean, I, I, I can't make my points any clearer. I mean, that's... <laughs> But I, but I get what you're saying. I know I, I, I agree with both of you. Like I'm not arguing just for the sake of arguing. I just, you know, 
Couldn't call her a spade, but we called her a bitch. It's all right, Sean. I still love you. Looks like a Ferrari, drives like a Volkswagen. I don't know know what to say about that. In football, we used to say looks like Tarzan, but hits like Jane. That'd be actually accurate in this case. See there? (laughs) Dennis, you got something to send us home on? Oh, boy. I don't know how I can top that diatribe there. Wow. I was... I'm sure happy I put you on the spot, buddy. Uh, Joey, do you have something to send us home with? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Do I have something to send us us home with tonight? Uh, uh, Yeah, wrestling's really gone to shit. What a fucking stinker. <laughs> fucking stinker of a time. TNA's fucking TNA just like went up the mountain and now is fucking barreling back down rapid pace. Uh NXT's always sucked. Um You're wrong. Fucking A AW. How can you say a- something sucks when you don't even watch it? I did. I've watched because it. If it didn't suck, month, we would be watching I think it. it's fucking garbage. I truthfully do. I've watched it for the past month, and it's just like, that's uh, uh, me every time. Uh, every time, right there, one more. Uh, that's me watching NXT. What's his garbage? Name? Uh, AW, AEW is absolute <laughs> dog shit. I just, I'm at the point now where I'm just deleting my DVR before I even watch it. Like, I just read what the episode description was, and I'm like, yeah, this sucks. Fuck <laughs> it, I don't want to, I don't want to see it. Uh, but now I kind of bought. I, I now I'm kind of excited though because I want to see Jeff Hardy get another fucking concussion. So there's that. Um, <laughs> yeah. damn, yeah, yeah dude, well, he's like he's like three injuries, he's like one injury away from falling off the wagon again, and that's gonna be fucking he's yeah. he's like he's like one more concussion away <laughs> from just like permanently being a walking DUI with no actual drugs or alcohol in the system. I mean, Jesus he's- fucking Christ. He's one concussion away from making grilled cheeses at night. Dude, he's no, he's one concussion away from eating applesauce and wearing a fucking bicycle helmet, dude. That's not that's not healthy. And I oh, and his brother is or too, by the way, too. Because after I saw and ironically enough, it's Sammy that has fucking literally <laughs> destroyed <laughs> both parties. Number dude. one, Matt getting the power bomb off the fucking cement floor. From the ladder to the cement floor from Sammy, which is one of the most awful sounds. I remember. Oh, I, I thought he fucking killed him. I was there. That smack of his head hitting the floor. So bad. So Dude, bad. It echoed through the fucking <laughs> arena. We oh. thought he had killed him, dude. Oh. <laughs> And then, and then the the fan video of Jeff stumbling around the ring after eating fucking Sammy's fucking knee to his face. Which, by the way, who really botched that move? It looked who like Jeff. It honestly, it looked like Jeff fucked it up because Jeff was supposed to put his knees up for the fucking for the stop. Yeah, and it looked he like didn't Jeff get him was. Up. Was he didn't get him up and he was really out of position for Sammy. Sammy's trying to turn his body so he can land on Jeff's knees. At least that's what it looked like to me. 
Yeah. So when he's trying to turn his body to get to jet, like going like, okay, I'm going to have to land on your fucking legs. Cause you're not doing what you're supposed to. And then he fucking just strands need a face right on top of him. That's what the fuck happens, man. Like, Hey, you, know, you watched it. It's, they, they work for a t-shirt company and it'll be a big letdown. If I don't see a Hardy killer shirt coming from Sammy. Oh, I, I might have that. to lift my fucking personal ban of buying wrestling shirts for that because that should be <laughs> that would actually be pretty funny. <sighs> well, everybody, we'll let you go with this tonight, man. Yeah, wrestling. let's fuck this pig. Come on, let's go. Re- wrestling is shit. This episode was shit. Come back next week. We'll be better. I promise. <laughs> Let's fuck this pig. The name of your sex tape. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you can cosplay as Triple H next year for Halloween. You should jump on this shit. It's on sale for 250 bucks. The H. That's one class that Matthew's Matthew's not going to have to take that class in college, man. Go ahead and get it. A little jean jacket with the leather sleeves. That looked good on you. I think they got it in 3X, too. Yeah, bud. 3X. Oh, bam. Ooh, shit. 3X is $50 more. Didn't you, you know, I don't like paying the fat tax. I hate the fat tax from I all these the fucking sites. Tax. I think that's bullshit. Dude, the fat tax. I'm buying XL when the majority shirts, of your fans are fat motherfuckers and they're, you're making them pay a fat tax on top of that, that's bullshit. No, the fact that they don't carry the that fat shirts at the live events, fuck mm-hmm. your mother. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Yeah fuck, yeah, fuck that. They oh, only dude, carry I mean, two XL. At the fucking they, arena. They would need a bigger truck. Doesn't matter if they need a bigger truck. They're not selling all those fucking smalls. I guarantee you that. Fucking Dude, they truck time. is carrying Tony Khan's blow. Okay? <laughs> they have the truck. It's just when's preoccupied the, with a lot of coke. When's the last time you saw a wrestling fan buy small fucking neck beards? They don't come in small. I'm not kidding, man. I buy, I buy Dude, XL a now husky, because I dropped away. I'm paying $2 less money on my shirts. There's a husky-sized door to get into that fucking arena, and you're going to tell me they only carry up to a 2XL shirt in there? <laughs> Are you out of your fucking minds? The, the, the amount of fucking male tit sweat happening at that merch table could tell them they need to bring some 3 and 4 and 5X shirts in that motherfucker. Just for them to wait in line. You're going to this, man. Hold on, hold on, Sean. To have them wait in line, this, fucking, fucking dying in line, <laughs> just to get told we only have two X. Fuck off, dude. Yeah, oh, we only have two X. You mean that motherfucker gave up ten minutes of hot dog time to stand in that line, <laughs> waiting for a fucking shirt that doesn't even fight? Oh, or you can order it on Pro Wrestling Tees, yeah, and get it in three fucking weeks. Jerk off. I'm here at the building right now. Right, I want the fucking I was there shirt, motherfucker. I was here. Yeah. Yo, can I'm they get a patch? Well, you, can uh, they have an I was there patch you that you can sew on to your fucking okay, husky on, size shirt that. that you have to hold order on. three weeks from now? No, no and he won't DDJ even put it loves on. It. Wait, wait, wait. I was actually there. Can you put it on the back of my shirt, please? Because you don't fucking service big people. They won't fucking do it.
They won't. Dennis loves when I bring this up. How many I was there shirts do you own when you actually weren't there? All of them. All of them. Maybe a couple, actually. Dennis, yeah. <laughs> Dennis is VIPP. Yeah. Dennis wasn't really there. I know, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis wasn't yeah. there to take me to. But place. I get it. Cause I, I mean, you know. Dennis. I, I don't. I just like. Dennis wasn't there to take me to the fair. I guess he doesn't care. <laughs> Dennis wasn't there. <laughs> Legends of the Ring Sting, man. It's a great figure, old school figure. Looks great. It's Sting! Old school Sting from WCW. Guys, you know us. Three-fourths of the shooting shit team. And we're here with a listener just like you guys. This is Jimmy from Super Powers Comics. My friend of 20, almost 20 years. He's starting since you were 12. If you know people in Chicago, you probably know Dennis because he knows half the town, of course. But, shooters, if you need action figures, comics, wrestling memorabilia, we just showed you Sting. Superpowers Comics will put up their QR code so you can get a good look at everything they have coming. Give it a shot, shooters. Get your superpowers on and get your comics from our friend Jimmy who listens just like you. Attention wrestling fans and fans of Shootin' Shit Podcasts. You can now be one of the cool kids by going to ProWrestlingTees.com and buy the official Shootin' Shit t-shirt. Buy it now and be there at ringside. Be sure to check us out on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash at S-H-O-O-T-I-N-G-S-H-T. Find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. Check us out on TikTok at S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-I-T. And you can buy your official shooting shit shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. And thanks for watching.